It's time for Prop or Flop, where Joe Ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action. Where can you make money on player props tonight? Joe O answers now on Prop or Flop on BetQL Daily. Live on the Radio.com app, live on the Bet 1430 in Denver and the Bet 931 HD3 in Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Radio.com. Uh, Ross, the NBA, it was a thrilling night, man. We had multiple storylines going on, and you got to start with number one, man. Fred Van Vliet. How, how do you even predict that's going to happen? The, the man goes 17 for 23 from the field. He had 11 threes for 54 points to set the all-time record for undrafted uh, player to for points in a game. He passes Moses Malone last night. It was unreal. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. Wichita State, right? The Shockers? Yes. yes. I remember him in the tournament. I remember him. I mean, I knew he was a good player. But there is no way, Joe, I ever thought he would be this kind of player in the NBA. I mean, I just, I just didn't envision it happening. He, um, he's from Rockford, Illinois. So I don't think. What do they Illinois call that? What do what they, they call, call that? Like, is that like the Tri Cities or something? Oh, um, I don't. Where it's is there? Away. So I remember, <laughs> this, this, Joe. This is funny. Like, you, you'll appreciate this. I remember growing up, I would watch the CBA sometimes. Wow. On yeah. like ESPN2 or something, or like the CBA. And I think it was like Rockford, Springfield. There was like a Tri Cities team or Quad Cities team. And I know it's somewhere in the Midwest, like, and I thought it was somewhere in Illinois. No, there is there was a Rockford team. I never watched the CBA, but I know some other people have, have talked about it. So midday host on the score, Dan Bernstein, that's where he got a start in media. He was uh, the media guy and also I think the play-by-play announcer for the Rockford <laughs> CBA team, and he's got some stories. So for me, it takes almost two hours to get to Rockford. They're in the northwest portion of the state for me. But uh, yeah, I don't. I've never been there. Never been there. Wow. There's not a lot there. It's just weird that they would have a CBA. They would have a CBA team, you know? Yeah. Market size, if you look at media markets, you have to go way down, maybe down a couple hundred before before you get to Rockford. So yeah, they're they're not considered a major market as well at all. Uh Van Vliet, a monster game last night. Couldn't stop hitting the threes. Uh okay, the one I did hit, and we mentioned it at the open at the show. Harden, man. You just ha- until they get this number to like 11 and a half, and it was nine and a half on the show yesterday, and he hit over nine and a half assists early in the second half last night. And that was another fun game to watch between the Clippers and Nets. Uh, you just have to keep blind bet the over on Harden assists until they make the proper adjustment. So, a couple of things here, Joe. What did he finish with? Uh, let me pull Do you remember? That up. It was a triple. I guess triple you stopped double. paying attention once he hit it. I was on the air, but yeah, that's what usually happens. I kind of stopped paying attention. Uh, so he he finished with, let's see, 14 assists. Because this sounds funny, but if you're if for you, you kind of hope that once he hits it, he stops. Yes, 
Right. You want him to only have 10 or 11 or 12 because now that he gets 14, they're going to keep bumping that number up. Yes, correct. The, uh, Twitter went wild at the end of this game because it looked like it was a hard under for the for the majority of it. And then in the last minute, there was a barrage of scoring. So it goes over and uh, 244 points end up being scored. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, so Cole Anthony, I had th- that assist yesterday. That was wrong. I thought he'd get more assists. He wasn't used in that manner. He was getting a, a bunch of rebounds. Oh, the other one I want to talk about, the Wizards game, Russell Westbrook. So I h- took the points, rebounds, and assists, the number at 39 and a half. I like the over. He was coming off that 40-plus point game. Russell Westbrook, 17 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, 17 plus 12, plus 10, equals 39. And Ross, they pull him off the court with a minute 12 left. I thought I had it. I was like, I'll get a rebound assist or a point here. In some way, they pulled him off at 39. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> man. It is um, – it's just interesting, like, to look – and I know you got some more props, Joe, but to look at, like, number one team in the Western Conference. Without looking, you know who it is, Joe? Clips. Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah. That's why did I think <laughs> they're 16 and five? Still, then yeah. the Clippers and Lakers are both 16 and six. And you're, you know, Jokic, your boy, is kind of hanging tough. You know, he's there. I, I thought it was notable that a Jeff Sherman bookmaker from the Westgate, and we had him on the show, and he is a Lakers fan, but he doesn't take that into account. It's job number one. And he was like, no doubt. LeBron's a favorite and he should be the favorite. But when you start digging into all these numbers, LeBron's are, aren't as high, like the efficiency numbers as some of these other contenders, but he's like, no question. It's LeBron. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Cause it's like LeBron is getting MVP love this year for what he did in the postseason last year. If mm-hmm. we're being honest, right. Because last year was like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And may, I don't want to say career achievement, but there have been a lot of years he's been ignored when he shouldn't have been ignored, right? Because people were sick of LeBron. And, okay, now Giannis has won it a couple times. He's not in the mix right now. So let's give it to LeBron. It's LeBron's time. Is there any – well, I don't want to – we're doing props or flops. I'm just looking. Yeah. I would say, like in the Western Conference – Is there anybody other than the Jazz, Clippers, or Lakers, or really maybe even just the Clippers and Lakers that you could see getting to the finals? Nuggets, maybe? Maybe the Nuggets, but I'm not sold yet. But I would also say Utah-Denver is not on the same tier as the LA teams, right? You you agree with that? That even though the the records may be similar, you would still bump the Clippers and Lakers ahead of any other team in the West. And then there's a little in gap the postseason, yeah, yeah, because of the, because of their Denver. yeah because of their playoff success. And then in the uh, Eastern Conference, Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Celtics. How about the way the Heat have dropped off? It's wild. Yeah. Well, they have a ton of injuries, but I I'm not sure that they're going to be able to get it figured out. In some form or fashion, uh, there's the top three, and then I see the divide in the East. It's Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Then there's a gap to the rest, and I don't think any of the other teams can get there. 
Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it shakes out. I mean, the Miami Heat were in the NBA Finals, Joe. The NBA Finals, like two months ago. They have a great coach, but they, they've had so many different injuries uh, this season. Some years, you just start the season and everything goes against you. So we'll see if they can get figured out before the end of the season uh, with Miami. They are in action tonight. They're taking on the Washington Wizards, uh, the Wizards on a back-to-back. Uh, Washington's interesting because they're always fun to play in props because they're number one in pace and they're number 29 uh, in defensive efficiency. You might want to take a look at Tyler Hero in this one for the Heat. You know it's going to be an up-and-down game. The total has been set at 230, uh, one of the highest of the night. But the highest of the night is Indiana and Milwaukee. The Pacers are on a back-to-back. And uh, what do we got? The Bucks favored by eight and a half. That total is 232 and a half. Giannis averaging 27.3 uh, points per game. What the Bucks do is they're going to make a lot of threes, but they're also going to give up a lot of threes. So if you want to look for a Pacers player, maybe there's some value there. Middleton shooting 46% from beyond the arc this year. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity. I was talking about it uh, with my NBA guy, Rick Camp at 670, the score. We're talking about Danny Greenross uh, in this Philly Charlotte game. Charlotte gives up a lot of threes, a ton of corner threes. And when Green has gone up against them, he's hit at least three threes. Now they set the number at one and a half and it's juiced up. But a way to get around that is you can jump on the prop, Danny Green, three plus threes, and it pays three to one. Uh, so there's an opportunity there if you think uh, Danny Green's going to come through. But they set that at one and a half and it's juiced up. So they're kind of telling you, yeah, we think he's going to hit a couple of threes in this game. Uh, superstars in action, Dallas and Atlanta. Uh, this is Trey against Luca, So that'll be fun to watch. I'm uh, keeping a close eye on the Clint Capella rebounds number because that is set at 14 and a half. That's his average on the season. And uh, you, you take a look on the other side when you're going up against Dallas because they give up 57 and a half rebounds per game. So I could see Capella uh, going over that number at 14 and a half. It's a high number, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's a close game and the spread is only two. Uh, he could uh, he could hit that over. The Knicks and Bulls are playing again. It's a rematch from the other night. Um, you have the Bulls very high in pace. The Knicks dead last in pace. They put the total at 216 and a half. The other day I played uh, the Randall over on rebounds. He hit that uh, right now at, at 10 and a half, same number. That is plus money. So I will take a closer look at that one. Uh, Clippers and Cavs are playing. Clippers playing back-to-back. It feels like the Clippers are playing every single day. Uh, you have the Clippers favored by eight and a half in this one. Colin Sexton really turned it on this season. Watch out for him. Um, if it wasn't for uh, Wood, he'd be uh, a bigger part of the conversation for most improved player. Houston, Kansas, oh, oh Kansas City, Oklahoma City. Um, you've got the Rockets favored by six and a half. Since moving on from James Harden, the fascinating part about Houston is now all of a sudden they're a great defensive team. Not good. They've been great. They're number two in defensive efficiency. On the Thunder side, watch out for Al Horford. The props are not up yet, but take a look at uh, his threes. They've been putting it at one and a half and six of the last seven games. He's gone over one and a half and maybe look at the rebounds because uh, Houston gives up the second most rebounds in the NBA. Minnesota and San Antonio going at it. 
The Spurs are favored by eight. We've got the Phoenix Suns, New Orleans Pelicans. I always take a look at the Pelicans' opposition when it comes to threes because they give up a ton of them. Maybe look at Jay Crowder. His number is set at two and a half, and that's about what he makes on the year, two and a half. Uh, could be primed for a big game from Devin Booker of the Suns. And then the last game of the night, the Boston Celtics continue their West Coast swing. They are on a back-to-back at Sacra- Sacramento tonight. Uh, the Celtics 11 and 8. Um, so so we'll see what happens there. They're sitting at how, third third place in their division. Go ahead. How mad are you right now, Joe, if you have a Luka Doncic MVP ticket? It's he was he was like the odds on favorite before the season started, right? Yeah. A lot of people liked Luka for MVP. People love Luka. People love to bet on Luka, but now they're sitting five games below 500. I Ross, I think they're at a point right now where they can't even he, they can't even rebound enough to where he's in the conversation. He shouldn't even the odds should be much higher, and and by that I mean a larger number. Can I ask you a question that might be a dumb question, but I'm curious? Go. On. Do you know where Doncic and Jokic are both from? As far as cities, it's countries. I forget. <laughs> what? Um, I'm I'm blinking too now. Now that you ask me that, I mean I can Google it during the break. Yes. But like Doncic and Jokic, are they like? They sound like they could be from the same hometown. I bet their high school team was awesome over in Czechoslovakia, <laughs> wherever they're from. Well, Luca is from Slovenia, and then who else did you ask me about? Jokic, your boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jokic. I'm just worried about where he's played in the NBA. Um, where where did he go? Oh, he's from Serbia. See. That this is what gets Bulls fans excited because the guy that's running the show with the Bulls, once they finally moved on from John Paxson, drafted Jokic. So Bulls fans are hoping in the next few years that they're going to be able to find a Jokic for the Bulls now. So that's that's what excites Bulls fans when they see Jokic playing so well. God, he's only 25. But both of them are going to be dominating this league for so long. Man, I'm bummed. I thought they were on the same high school team. <laughs> No, I know. By the not. way, in Europe, like they, they go pro when they're fourteen or whatever. It's they don't have the high school model. But let me just tell you, if Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic were on the same high school team in Czechoslovakia, they would have they would have won the district championship. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, they would have won that. They would have won the district championship in their Czechoslovakian city. Jokic a second round pick. You don't see that a whole lot. Not anymore. That's a great. That's a great point, and that's why yeah. they take flyers on guys during the draft that you've never heard of. Yeah, I'll I'll never question a team taking a flyer on someone. You, you we have very little information. Maybe there's diamond in the rough there. If you get anything out of an NBA player that you take in the second round of the draft, that's huge, huge. If you get anything, so take as many flyers as you want.